What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 86 of TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. Joining us once again, the creator of the intro for this podcast, Jake Budno. Hello, I'm back. You I've should, returned. I guess you should be like known for that. I guess I could say the... the uh, <laughs> That's my, what's your my claim EP to again? fame. No, it's my claim to fame. <laughs> the Toronto Game Does 15-second intro, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no, my EP is uh, Poly, Polygun. Polygun, from, yes. Yeah, from last year, yeah. Yeah. So no, no. I'm. I mean. I mean. To be honest, like, like, it's nice that I've I've had people kind of recognize me from from Toronto Game Devs. So I'm happy to be known for TorontoGameDevs.com. So. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try something new. I'm gonna try to do timestamps. Okay. And it's gonna be difficult. Like timestamps on what? On our on our discussions. Ah. Okay. So people can like kind of look through and see what what they want to listen to yeah exactly but then now i'm just realizing because whenever i open up skype it starts the recording podcast or recording program oh and, and so we've been recording for like seven and a half minutes but i always just like delete the the first mm. part so i gotta like adjust for that somehow in my head there may or may not be timestamps on, <laughs> on the podcast description on tronigindos.com and on youtube youtube slash or dot com slash c slash tronigindos which uh, I'm finally I, I I'm I'm I cleaned like my kind of den as best I could yesterday to try to like get this going as quickly as possible because I do want to start doing YouTube stuff again. But yeah, um, we might as well just start with what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Jake, what have you been? What playing? have you been playing, Steve? Well, oh. you you first. <laughs> okay, me first. Well, it's funny because I I got a hold of like all of my old like PC games, so. Um, honestly, this week I've only been playing the Battle for Middle Earth from like 2004, uh, like the Lord of the Rings RTS. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you ever? Did you ever play this? Uh, no, I'm not a big like real time strategy fan. So uh, okay. most real time strategy, I like played basically Red Alert two, Starcraft mm-hmm. one, and Age of Empires one of them in high school. I forget which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. any I- other ones I haven't played. Yeah. All right. That's that's fair. Yeah. I um. Well, because StarCraft One is free now, right? It's been free for a couple of months. Um. And you can play online and everything. Like it's fantastic. But uh. Yeah. I, I picked it up a couple of months ago for a bit and just kind of fell out of it. But I'm considering getting back into it because yeah, like I was surprised how much I was enjoying this Lord of the Rings game. Like it's it's old and it feels old and like it looks old. Um. But I ended up like playing it every day for the whole week. So. There you go. <laughs> is it is it for like the is it one of the EA games when they had the license and just made it? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. I see. So yeah. 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 It starts with the whole EA games challenge everything thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was taking me back. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's basically all I played, and I I um briefly played uh the Warhammer Forty Thousand Dawn of War uh game also from two thousand two no two thousand four. Uh, I but I I don't like that one anymore. It feels like crap. Is it? <laughs> is that another RTS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, another. Okay. I was so into RTS at at the time, like because that was when Warcraft three came out, right? And I was like super into Warcraft three. Right. I think uh, I played that one too. Yeah, yeah. I'll I I have it, so I'll probably pick it up again. Um, and try it out now that I think I've basically gotten everything I can out of out of Lord of the Rings. But yeah, 
Yeah. So that's that was that was me. Uh, how about you, Steve? Uh, I got a chance to play Maze, made, beat him, or start and beat Maze. Nice. And uh, nice. very pleasantly surprised by it, actually, because I, yeah? I, <clears throat> the only thing I really knew about the game was it was first person. It was kind of an adventure one. It had that teddy bear, Vladdy, <laughs> and it had sentient corn. So I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Um, but I but I spun it up on PS4. It's it's a quick it's a quick play. Like probably the first time you play it. I didn't get the trophy for being in two hours, but I'm sure the first uh, my first playthrough is maybe only three three and a half hours. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a first person like basically hardened back to those classic days of just like finding some item and having to combine it into another item to like progress. Ah, okay, cool. So it's more of a it's like. It's like a point and click, but without the pointing and clicking. It's like yeah, a, yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's a lost in click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you'll pick up like an English muffin, and the description of it is very funny, and then you don't really know what to do with it until it kind of like basically tells you to use it. Uh, okay. And so there's different. You you start in like basically uh, a maze cornfield, uh, and you just work your way through the game, and you end up going through this uh, underground um, science facility where mm. you kind of find out a little bit more of like what happened. And there's uh, two characters that are you don't ever see, but you see interact a lot with are, are the two scientists in the building. Mm. Uh, one's named Bob, and I can't remember the name of the other one, but they, they're always po- they always do post-it notes to each other. And one of them is kind of like a real idiot, and the other one's just always like yelling at them. And some of the dialogue and like written descriptions and stuff is like really, really funny. Like I was, I was just like, cool. not that I was thinking this game was was junk going in i just didn't know anything about it but i was like super surprised uh, super like happy with with everything because it just like was a lot of fun to play um, yeah that's fantastic and like and like the the comedy and charm kind of like kept its way up through the whole playthrough like it never got like dull or anything the only thing that really kind of got a little bit tiresome was uh vladdy the teddy bear calls everyone mm. stupid idiots Okay, and it's a little funny because they give him like a really super thick like Russian accent. Yeah, yeah, I remember for, that yeah. for some reason. Uh, and then just by the end of it, it was just like beginning to be a little bit too much. But it was just they kind of like played into it because you would pick up an item, um, and then it would like you would get a text field that kind of says, you know, v- now that you have this, Vladdy will be able to fix it. Although he won't want you to ask him to do it or something like that. Like they they really mm-hmm. like play about just like how annoyed he is at everything okay um but it's it's like really funny like i was i really enjoyed it um, cool that's great it, it kind of gave me the vibe that it would have like a similar like comedic approach like portal does uh is that like kind of the the right idea or a little bit yeah um okay cool because i would like that because i think portal's hilarious so yeah i think so as well i never i never played portal 2 actually that's like one of the games that i what so in 2011 uh, I think that's when it came out. Yeah, there was there was a time where I was very poor. I had just finished school and I hadn't started working yet. And, yeah, and I didn't work for a long time. So a lot of those games, I either didn't play or had to borrow from a friend. Yeah. Um. So P- Portal Two was one of those where I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, you really got to go back and play it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fantastic. Yeah, it came out in 2011. So any of those 2011 games, like I think Bat- Batman: Arkham City is another one, and uh, Uncharted mm-hmm. Three. Some of those I had managed to borrow from friends, but. Yeah, a lot of them I, I didn't get a chance to play. So yeah. chances are, if there's like a 2011 game, um, 
I, there's good chance I didn't get a chance to play. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna say that you you definitely have to go back and play Portal Two because it's it's fantastic. It's so good. I want them to release it on PS4 or something. Hmm. Yeah. But still. yeah. Well, c- can you can you like not pick up the PS3 version on like the the P- the PlayStation Store or anything? No. So they PlayStation did the little weird thing with backwards compatibility, which was like they stream the games on PlayStation Now. So if, oh. so if it's not on PlayStation Now, then you can't play it. Oh, that's annoying. I know because I wanted I wanted there's uh, being the trophy guy that I am. There's mm-hmm. games that I want to go back and play and get trophies for because I only have like one of fifty trophies and it's ruining my percentage. <laughs> oh no! So there's Hitman and an Assassin's Creed game that I want to just go back and play for like five ten hours just to clean up a couple of trophies and I can't. I have no way of playing it. That's a shame, Steve. That's a, it's only That's it's a, a Steve only shame. <laughs> it's a Steve only problem. I don't know how you're gonna go on like this. <laughs> uh, other than that, so I played Maze. Uh, I played and like more Destiny too. Really. Um, yeah, you still you still liking it? Yeah, it's it like I I I had some. Uh, so one thing I really don't like in games is uh, <clears throat> a I don't really like talking to strangers. Which mm. is whatever. That's that's like on me. But one thing yeah. I really like just get fed up with is when you have to like group up with someone um, to do a mission or whatever, and the game doesn't give you a way to find a random person to group up with. Okay. So in Destiny, and and I'm thinking back to World of Warcraft, there was like the queues that you could join, yeah. and and just like randomly find these four other nerds to just like yeah. do a. I forget what they're called in WoW, like dungeons or whatever. And I don't know I if think you can... they were raids, weren't they? Well, there was like the twenty and forty person raids, but then there was like five person dungeons oh, that you can queue okay. up for. And Destiny doesn't give you that anything to do. Like it's not like you can queue like you can matchmake randomly for some of the easier stuff, but for the some of the harder stuff, like you can't. And it's just really you, you like, have to find a group of of people. I have to, yeah. So like people go on to Reddit or whatever and just create a like a, on a subreddit called Fire Teams, and they just like say I'm on PS4 level two, whatever, um, wanting to do a certain strike or something. Well, is there no like in-game lobby system of like or like chat channels that you can just jump into and like find people? Not really. No, like there's there is the That's so t- weird. There is the tower that has like random people, but it's more of just like a it's more of just like a hub to do all the like the the kind of like quest getting and like weapon stuff. Should so weird. Yeah, it's it's like. It, it it's just like super it's kind of why i stopped playing pokemon go to be honest as well because pokemon yeah. go you had to like do the raids to get the legendaries but there's no in-game thing to tell you that players are nearby yeah and especially when you're in like a like a densely crowded area like like toronto or anything it's like you yeah you could just be in a crowd of people you don't know which people are playing pokemon go right exactly so, so yeah it it like it just like when when that happens, it just kind of like really deflates me wanting to play the game. Um, yeah, yeah. So with Destiny Two, it's a little bit different just because it's like so new, and there there is like this thing called guilded or guided clans, I guess, which you can like group up with mm-hmm. randoms. And I tried to do that, and it uh, it the wait was too long because it's still in beta, so they're only like slowly giving out people like access to it. Oh, okay. um, but I did go on to Reddit. 
and and like find a random person. And I I I just like made up a reason why I couldn't use my mic, so I didn't have to like talk to him. Like I, I'll listen to people, <laughs> like I'll yeah. listen to complete strangers on on games. Like Overwatch was another one that I did where I wouldn't talk to people. I would just listen to them, assuming yeah. that they were like talking about the game and not like you know calling me rude yeah. things. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I won't. I, I don't want to talk to like complete strangers. Like I, I need at least one friend in there. I don't know why. Maybe it's like yeah. Harkens yeah. back to the days where my parents told me not to talk to strangers on the internet. I don't know. Yeah, I can I can understand it because I I used to be a lot a lot more okay with just sort of like talking to random people in game, but I think just because I haven't played many games that have like required like talking, because any like multiplayer games I've been playing is like games that actually don't have voice support, like Heroes of the Storm, which doesn't have voice support oh, for really? some reason. Um, yeah, I think well because. Even it's built in the StarCraft 2 engine. Right. Yeah, with anyone. There's no voice support at all. Whoa. Um, it's only chat and, like, pings. But uh, it's because it's built in the StarCraft 2 engine, and I've tried the voice support in StarCraft 2, and it's garbage. It, like, it sounds bad. It's laggy. It just, it's terrible. Uh, so they probably just took it out instead of trying to improve it. And and it's probably part of Blizzard's whole, like, we want to try and not have a talk toxic community and so because in heroes of the storm you also can't chat with the enemy team um and you can't even like you can't do anything with them until after the game and then you can like whisper to them and stuff right um yeah so it's funny but uh but yeah so i've just been kind of out of practice with it i guess um and so but i but i i get you i understand the whole not talking to people because it's like it's like extra effort right like you have to like put on your social like face and everything and you can't just relax and play a game so I yeah and, and i remember uh when the first time i loaded up grand theft auto five mm-hmm. and and it defaults to um to open chat so like when you go into a world it's like up to 30 people or whatever and, mm-hmm. and your mic your mic settings are defaulted to everyone and uh okay it was it was a disaster like i just i just yeah, opened seriously. up had had my mic or had my headphones on and just instantly bombarded with like 10 year olds just talking screaming sh- yeah just talking shit to each other someone's playing like like smash mouth really loud oh. <laughs> the mic. no but i've had that happen too where you just like start listening <laughs> to like rap music or whatever and i'm just like what's going on but, yeah uh, but i remember like just hearing all this and being so confused because I just like opened into this world and suddenly there's like 15 like little children yelling and I was just like I was like what the hell is going on here like I just said it out <laughs> loud what I was thinking and then I ha- I was getting like assaulted by like five or six of them just like calling me all sorts of like stupid names and shit of course yeah and I was like I, like the first thing I have to do is find out how to mute all of these people <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, is, I hear you. So I just, I just remember like, Google, like googling, like how do I mute people in Grand Theft Auto Five, and it's, yeah, it was, it was like insane. I'm like, this is video game Stupid. culture will like never get, I think, like the respect, not the respect. What am I trying to say here? Like, I don't think anyone will ever take video game culture seriously because that when you go online to play, that's like everyone's like first kind of situation. That's their first experience. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah no for sure well i've i've played games in some communities where it's a little bit better um but it's like yeah it's rare it's super rare so you have to find like a niche kind of like not indie game but like a niche kind of like basically the more popular it is the more like toxic it's going to be yeah yeah exactly yeah so cool Anyways, uh, big shout out to, pay- to our patrons. You can go to TronoGameDevs, or sorry, patreon.com slash TronoGameDevs to help support the site. Uh, just like Pierre, Brian, Michael, Devin, Craig, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, Gigi, Jeff, Lindsay, Sean, Gala, Dan, Brian, Ben, Stephen, Lee, Toby, Dan, Chris, and Aaron. Uh, Pierre is part of Macama Sound, which is uh, at the $40 level, which means that they're official sponsors. So you can check out MacamaSound.com uh, and check it all out. And then I did get some codes for arrowheads, which we'll talk about in a second. So patrons this week will get, uh, or some patrons this week will get some arrowheads codes. So uh, if you're at the like $3 level, you get that chance. So Cool. Lucky them. Boom. I just noticed that someone got declined in their last patron, but that's fine. You can go to patreon.com uh, slash strongingindios. If you want to help out, of course, you can just share the podcast or share the website or just talk about it with your friends. That helps out as well. Um, yeah, we can just do news time then. Cool. Whoa, what about hype? Oh, yeah, hype. Hype? Hype. Uh, hype time. Jake. Yeah, I actually do have something. I didn't just throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> <really>? fr- <laughs> uh, friends Make Games, number 12, at Gamma Space, is happening tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Uh, friends Make Games is Gamma Space's monthly, inclusive, free, and open-to-the-public game development event. Uh, so you can just go if you're a game developer, and you can show people your game, your build, your concepts. Uh, you can get feedback on it, and then you can actually, like, they're there for three hours, so you can kind of do some work uh, there with everyone else and keep getting feedback. And you can give feedback to other people's stuff as well. Um, and this is not the same as uh, Friends Play Games, where you just go and play other people's games. This is like you're expected to sort of show what you have and get feedback and give feedback. So if you're a game developer, uh, go to that. It's at Gamma Space, which is uh, by Trinity Bellwoods. They have a Facebook event if you can go check that out. 862 Richmond Street West. That's it. Cool. You got anything, Steve? I uh, don't think so, actually. Um, I missed no bonus. No word on game. Hmm? Uh, well, I missed uh, bonus stage this week again. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't go uh, this month, but. Uh, yeah. I, do, I do have something, actually, to humble brag. Show off your games to humble bundle. Um I forget the oh, guy cool. who reached out to me. I gotta get his Twitter, but it's basically someone from hum- Humble Bundle wants to basically just see your game and maybe get inclusive or included. So John Gavin Polson, you can uh, reach him at John Polson on Twitter. Um, but basically, it's on the website trainingindus.com. But it's a Facebook event as well. Be Electric Perfume, which is at I'll load up the map. Looks like Danforth and something. Yeah, 805 Danforth. There you go. Uh, It'll be September 30th, which is actually my birthday. Um, Hey, nice. So check out the latest games and games in progress by Toronto Indies at this free event. Massive Player Humble Bundle announced at last GDC that it's going into publishing games and funding lead John Polson is coming to town and wants to see what developers have made. The event is happening at Studio Gallery Lounge game, Game Space electric perfume which i haven't been to yet and will consist of one minute peek at games either completed or in progress project on the wall 
and submit your clip by Thursday, September 28th. And there is a link on TorontoGameDevs.com. Boom. Boom. Uh, and then, no, I haven't heard from about Game Dev Drinks in a while. Mm. Well, it sounds like it sounds like Brett's just been busy in general, which is why he's not here today. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brett's not here today. <laughs> now, imagine if he was and he was just quiet for the last 20 minutes to just jump in. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, it looks like Rocket Ship Park is going to be doing Game Dev Drinks this week, September 28th. Rocket Ship Park just released... Um, uh, uh, block, block, drop, block, block, and drop, drop, blocking. I forget the actual. Drop. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, block dropping. B- block, block dropping. I had it for a while. It was, it was fun. Um, it's a free game on iOS, so you can check it out. We've talked about it on the, or at least it's been on the website before. Um, cool. So it looks like Game Dev Drinks is September 28th. I'll put that on the website. So. Perfect. I don't know if I can make that one. That's this week. <clears throat> yeah, it's Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Yeah, twenty eighth is Thursday. Whoa, what are they doing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to hype up? No, no, that's it. I didn't write down the time for that hype up, so was, so there probably won't be uh, <laughs> timestamps on this podcast. Timestamps, everyone. <laughs> that's good. It's good stuff. We'll we'll see. Well, maybe I'll have time today to go through it. Today's a busy busy day actually, so. Uh, we could just go to news time then. News, news, news. Okay. Um, just wait, I'm writing down the time, so. <laughs> All right, first piece of news. Uh, where is this? Oh, shit, which one's up? Oh. A- Asteroid Base, I think that's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Asteroid Base is bringing lovers in a dangerous space time to Switch, uh, which is great because is 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 lovers on ps4 and xbox now it is yeah it was it, wow well, i think it launched on xbox one and pc at the same time mm, cool in the fall in like the fall of 2015 15 yeah and then it released on valentine's day 2016 for uh ps4 nice and then um never made its way to switch or sorry to wii u mm-hmm. uh and now it's come to switch this one was strange because i saw on reddit like Someone posted like a screen capture of, of just like four indie games, and one of them was Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. But I, oh. I, I couldn't find anything on their on their YouTube or on Nintendo's YouTube or on the Asteroid Base Twitter website or anything like that. Interesting. So I, so I add, tweeted them or whatever, uh, and didn't hear back. And then like this was, and then like a week later, it was they announced it for Switch. So I don't know if it got leaked, and then they just yeah. didn't want to talk about it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Lovers yeah. in Dangerous Space Time is a damn fine game. So. Yeah, that's great. I've still never played it. Never got around to playing it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't tried the yeah. four-player one. I would love to do the four-player one now. But Yeah, that sounds super. Is the four-player still only local? Local co-op? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. okay. I don't I don't think I don't think uh this game has online. At least it, I don't think it did when I played it on PS4. Um, yeah. Heather and I yeah. played it, so it, it didn't really matter to mm-hmm. me that it didn't have online, but Well, I mean, it's it's it matters for like a lot of people but i'm i'm really happy that it's been doing super well um with just local co-op but i think i think runbo also only has local co-op doesn't it uh no it had it had online on it had online yeah. okay okay but yeah no i'm i'm happy that i mean it seems like it seems like switch is just becoming like the toronto console basically cuz like everybody's just going to switch and it's so good to see like, yeah, it's, it's going to be 
yeah. I mean, originally it was just Graceful Explosion Machine. That was like the first. Yeah. Um, and, and it released on Switch first. Mm-hmm. And then I think like ever like in the last like two weeks or sorry, two months, every week a new Toronto game like gets announced for it. Yeah, which is just fantastic. I love it. There's a user words, Runbow, 13 games to work on another one. Uh, the U- Ubisoft, the Toronto Ubisoft spaceship game is coming to Switch mm-hmm. as well. Lovers in Danger Space Time. Um, there's the Light that- Fingers that's coming out. So yeah, yeah. There's uh, <clears throat> it's kind of crazy. Switch in general is like just getting a lot of indie love. Like, yeah, I think indies were kind of first to jump on board. And then now AAA, even AAA studios are kind of trying to follow or starting to follow suit. So yeah, it looks like it's it's finally proved itself, um, and like it's got a place in the market. So now, yeah, all the AAA's are like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll support you now. Yeah, they just got like I guess there's just like a bigger for indies. It's probably easier to port because like no indie game really uses up like a beast like needs a beastly machine to play. But yeah, a, a AAA game like Doom. Um, or uh, Wolfenstein 2, or or anything like that. Um, they probably had to do like they probably had to like work around some stuff to get it up and running. So it's like <clears throat> I wonder I wonder like if it's a more expensive port than porting something from PS4 to Xbox One. Yeah, I have no idea. It'd be nice to have a dev on here to to get some insight on that. Yeah, Brett. Yeah, Brett. It's probably not listening. It's probably sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah no i'm i'm super happy for them uh i hope to play it eventually it's on my list you just gotta get a, you can get a switch and you can play all these games yeah i mean i could also just play it on steam but you know yeah i guess <laughs> cool uh number two arrowheads so our friends at yeah. oddbird studios who even who like we had them on the podcast a long time ago and, and they reached out to us uh Quite a while ago, like back when their game was in the very early days. So it's a game that I've been kind of watching from afar for a while. Uh, it's finally out on Steam, which is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, a group of uh, George Brown College students, uh, they won the Level Up student competition a few years ago, last year maybe. Um, yeah, it was it was last year. Yeah. And Arrowheads is now on on Steam, so it's a multiplayer kind of arrow shooting deathmatch type of game uh i believe it does have online uh it's mm-hmm, it yeah, does it has a 20 percent discount right now and as i mentioned earlier some patrons are going to get some codes later this week so yeah yeah i'm super happy for them looks uh, looks great i've still i i played it briefly at, at level up but i'm not sure how much they've added to it like since then like it's probably just been you know refining it and everything so yeah i think level up actually might have been the last time i played it too Hmm. Um, George Brown had a no. Yeah, level up. I think was the last time I played it. So it, it looks like it, it looks like way more polished than what I played in the past. But structurally, it's the it's definitely the same game. But there's like power ups and stuff like that too. I don't think I played with uh, with like power ups, but looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, I just I just want to quickly say something. It's actually they're from Sheridan, not from George Brown. Oh my bad. You're right. Yeah, it's okay. I was just I was just scrolling through the Twitter trying to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Sheridan College, so which is awesome. Sheridan's been like killing it at level up though. Like yeah, past two years they just clean up. <laughs> yeah, I think the the last one they have like four awards 
and three win like three you know the first second and third place in each yeah. in each category so 12 games total yeah i think like 10 of those games were all sh- were sheridan yeah i think it was nine or ten were sheridan out of the 12 spots which is amazing honestly <laughs> so they definitely like double down because um it's weird because it's sort of the like you don't really hear about school uh, like university of toronto game developers it's, it's, do they even have? Do they have a game development program? I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing not, because like I feel like yeah. I would have heard about it by now. Because because I I just learned that uh, Ryerson doesn't have a game developers uh, program. Does game it? development program? No, no. They just have like a like a student group that gets together. Uh, but yeah, they don't have one. So it's possible UFT doesn't have one either. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think Arrowheads is actually the first. Uh, game from Sheridan to be like released on Steam and stuff. Oh, I think. really? I think so. Take uh, it to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm. it's fantastic. So I'm sure in no time we'll see them on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in like you know, a month or two. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> Maybe. We'll see. I, I'm hoping for a PS4 port. Like, I, uh, I love all these games. I love indie games, but I just like playing on PC. I just it's just so hard for me to do for some reason, for some stupid, stupid reason. Mm. I have no idea why. Um, number two or number three? Number two. Number three. Three. Yeah. Uh, speaking of games that released, Fandom Compass released yeah. uh, launched Auto Age Standoff. So uh, they created Rollers of the Realm, which was on PS4, which I really, really like. I, I dug a lot about that game. Um, mm. so standoff is a car combat game that takes place in the future, but has like a 1980s style to it. Uh, I'm so think of like a, like a futuristic, um, twisted metal. Yeah. But it's, it's <clears throat> more like eighties cartoon, like style to it. Right. Like it's less Mad Max and more eighties cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. sorry yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, yeah. Totally twisted metal gameplay. Have you, I've never gotten my hands on this. Have you? No, I haven't had a chance to play it. Uh, I was talking, yeah. I was in, I was talking with them for a while to try to, to like, just go down and see them and stuff. Cause I haven't met, I don't think I've met any of these guys. Um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but because I, I think even they brought Rollers of the Realm to to a Bipazar once as like an actual arcade machine, <clears throat> and when I when I played That's it, cool. the person there was just someone kind of just watching the arcade. Like the the actual mm. person at the studio wasn't there. Mm, um, gotcha. At, at the time, so I I haven't talked to any of these guys yet, which is uh, which is too bad. But eventually, well, but anyways, you can check out. There's a story trailer like on the website. Uh, but we've talked about this game a few times because they've kind of been going ham a little bit about they 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 did a good job posting videos and stuff like that so mm-hmm. we've talked about auto agent podcast before but it's out now um also joined 20 percent discount on steam so that was two trauma games that released on the same day this week so that's pretty cool yeah that's fantastic and just one one thing i want to point out about this is kind of talking about local and online again uh yeah it has online but they've got it so you can play um four person split screen online so you can have like four people playing locally and then you can play with eight other people online which oh, i think really? is fantastic yeah oh, i love that amazing i love it that was uh they, the games need to do that more i i love split mm-hmm. screen and like local co-op just because like heather likes to play games too so like we yeah. like to play games together so yeah well, well that's the reason that sarah and i didn't play more splatoon is because we both wanted to play but we want to play online too and you couldn't do that so we like didn't even play that much splatoon because of it so yeah splatoon's on that's just like a whole nother 
Yeah, that's Nintendo. We don't know what they're doing. But <coughs> see, Auto Age can do it. Nintendo, Auto Age can do it. Why can't you? Come on. Exactly. Um, and then uh, number four. I, I don't know if that we have any Warframe fans, uh, but there's like a tw- there is wow. the, they have a new expansion, Planes of Edelon, um, that's coming out. I, I say that because Warframe is clearly like super popular because they've they've been pumping into this game for the last four or five years. I've never met anyone who's played it. Yeah, I don't know a single person who's ever touched Warframe, <laughs> but they have like fifty thousand Twitter followers. Their game has been going like their game launched on PS4 as a in beta. And mm. was on PC beforehand, so this game is like six or seven years old now. Wow! Um, and and clearly it's super popular. Their Twitch streams like generate a lot. I think they announced something at uh, the last video game awards show, which mm. was kind of crazy because right alongside, you know, announcing like big like Sony production games was Warframe. Mm. But I, I I don't I've never met anyone who's like a like I've I've met a few people who have played it and I played it a little bit like maybe for an hour or two but I've never met anyone who's actually like a legit fan of this game who has played a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I'm looking at Steam and it says like you know four of your friends uh, play Warframe, but I'm like I've never seen them in game honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know and and I'm looking at I'm looking at the metrics right now and it's like. Uh, peak concurrent players yesterday, fifty eight thousand. So there are people playing Warframe. I just don't know them. Where Where are you? Where are these Warframe yeah. players? I'm looking at sitting, sitting in their basement all alone playing Warframe. It's what they're doing. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Warframe fans. I take it back. <laughs> Nothing wrong with sitting in your basement playing video games. Come on, man. You know that. No, of course. On PSN yeah. pro- profiles, the game has three hundred two thousand game owners. And okay, I, and I've never. Oh, so it doesn't. It doesn't say number of players, like, because there are eighteen million on Steam, but there are fifty-eight thousand people playing. It, it says two hundred sixty-one recent players. I have no idea what recent means. Yeah, which doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah, three hundred thousand owners, and and an owner is just anyone who's gone at least one trophy because it does. It can't track uh, just downloads. Oh, okay. And okay. so it'd be like probably reach rank two with any Warframe. That was the first trophy I got. But yeah, I got I got this game. I played this game in 2014. Wow. Um, I think even yeah. And and uh, so, anyways, what I'm saying is, there's 22 minutes of uh, of new Planes of Edelon gameplay, which is their new expansion that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's like a really big deal. It's going to have a hub world and everything. So there's a trailer or there's the gameplay there, plus some screenshots look, which look really good. Um, so if you're a Warframe fan, you're probably in a good place. Yeah. Whoever you are, wherever you are. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> Out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, that's Oof. it for the news. Yeah. I had, so before the show, <clears throat> a little bit behind the, oh, I got to timestamp this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going terribly. I don't even know if I'm going to do this, uh, topic. So before the show, we were kind of talking, um, just like what are we going to talk about? And during the show, I came up with something. So, cool. Um, do you follow the NBA 2K games at all? <laughs> Which I'm going to guess is no. I only hear about the controversies, Steve. Yes. Is that what you're going to be bringing up? Yeah, because I want to. Because I want to get your take on it. All right. All so right. basically, for those who are unfamiliar with it, 
they have a virtual currency called, I think they just call it virtual currency. Yeah, it's um, VC. Yeah. <laughs> so, and obviously they want you to buy that. So they use it in game to, for you to buy, you know, stat upgrades and, and stuff for your player and new haircuts and new, um, new, new, like, clothes and all, all the shit. Basically anything that you can think that you would be buying for your characters is use this is using this VC currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously you can buy, you know, $20, $50 packs or whatever to, for more. This isn't a new concept. Like Grand Theft Auto does this as well. But I guess what's like really different about, or not different, but I guess what's kind of disappointing about NBA 2K18, the latest one, is that it really just shoves it down your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a game in general you would get less than a thousand VC. And I think someone said that in order to like get to level 99 or like to, to, or no, get to level like 80 with your character, you would have to play like 200 games or you could spend like $40 or something like that. So the weight of like the, the currency that you get in game is, is like very, and that's my dog barking in the background. Um, the amount of, of VC you get in game is like nothing compared to what you can buy with this like ten bucks or something like that. And yeah. I guess they just like keep throwing it at you like nonstop, just basically ads, pop up ads in the game mm-hmm. that say you know buy buy VC or whatever. <clears throat> um, and there was a review site, I forget the site off the top of my head, but they gave it a three oh. out of ten, basically saying that yeah, the game is solid. Like the basketball game is still as good as ever. Like it's a, if you're a basketball fan, like it's a good game. But just their constant throwing these microtransaction shit at you is just ruining the experience. The the name of the site was the Sixth Axis, right? A site I had never heard about beforehand. So they're probably super stoked that that they're getting a lot of publicity for this. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Um, and so what what are your what are your takes on it? Like microtransactions aren't new, I, and I actually have no problem no. with microtransactions. GTA has them, shark cards, whatever. I'm I'm for sort of this, this uh, like, I like how Overwatch does it and how Destiny 2 does it, where it's always, like, cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, but this is definitely has, like, a pay-to-win feel to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, the way I see it is, um, well, it's, it's, I think it's funny that you say, like, oh, yeah, this has virtual currency, like, Grand Theft Auto. And to me, I'm like, well, no, this has virtual currency. I mean, I, I know it's in Grand Theft Auto, but it has virtual currency like a, like a mobile game, like a free-to-play mobile game. Right. Right? That's the kind of stuff that has, like, that's bombarding you with with these um, these virtual currencies. But that's because the game is free. Um, when you download a free game, you're expecting some, like, psychological bombardment to try and get you to pay money because it's a free game, right? Like they have to make money somehow. Right. Um, and so for me, when it comes like, I, I admit, I don't think I've played a, a paid game, um, with microtransactions in it, uh, in years. Um, just because I've been not playing that many AAA games. Like I have, and I haven't played overwatch, like I said. Um, but the way I see it is that like, I don't care about it as long as it doesn't affect the gameplay. Um, and I guess, and, and another another game that um, has been in sort of in the spotlight for this is Shadow of War, uh, oh, yeah, the Lord of the right. Rings game, because they have a loot box system and it's not just cosmetic. It's like you can get like uh, orcs to join your faction and stuff um, through the loot boxes. And 
and the way I've always seen it um, is that if it doesn't affect my gameplay, I don't care. Uh, and this is for paid games. This is not for free-to-play games. Because free-to-play games, yeah, they, you're expected, like, like any, you know, city-building game, like the, the, the waiting games, you know, um, or tapper games or whatever, you expect, yeah, I'm going to have to wait or this game's going to let me play for 20 minutes and I have to wait a day or pay, right? It's like that's all that's all fine and good, but because so have you played NBA 2K18? Uh, no, I, I wanted to get it because okay. a it's on Switch and b it has Demar Derozan on the cover for the Canadian, um, the Canadian version of the game, and I'm a big, I'm big, I'm a big basketball fan, but I, I remember yeah. I've played these NBA games before. I think I've played maybe two or three of them, and I'm mm-hmm. terrible at them. Okay, like, absolutely just trash. Like I'll play. Just get stomped by the P- by the NPC, and then I just I just lose kind of you know uh, yeah the drive to play, and then gotcha. A lot of the times too, when these sports games come out, <clears throat> you know, it might be like like basketball and hockey. They come out in the fall, and that's when like every other game comes out. Yeah, yeah. So by the time that I actually think in my head that I have time to play these games or or feel like playing, it's like February or March, and then I'm just like, well. It's it's like another half a year before the next version. Yeah, comes the out. next one's gonna be out soon. <laughs> I'll yeah. just wait for the next game, and then it's yeah. just like a continuous cycle. So yeah, I wanted funny. to get NBA Two K, but uh, I just like I haven't I haven't had the chance. I do want to I do want to get it though, just because I'm a big fan of Demar Derozan too. So I wouldn't mind getting his cover. Okay, yeah, because because what I've heard in this in this game is that um yeah because the the point is like the the virtual currency isn't just for cosmetics you can buy stats with it right yeah um, and that's where the sort of the grind comes out and so uh i don't remember where i heard it but what someone was talking about how they were kind of stuck in this um this circle of they couldn't win games at least like efficiently or anything like they couldn't win, really win games because their their players their stats weren't that good right um and so they couldn't make the money uh to get the stats so that they could win the games so they were just kind of stuck in a stuck in a rut right um and i don't know how much of like like i i haven't played a basketball game in like you know 20 years so i don't know but it's like it's like i I don't know how much is based on the stats and how much is based on your skill um can you give some insight into that because if you need the stats to win um and you need the money to get the stats then it's like it's basically from the get-go the game's like oh yeah you you totally gotta pay some money yeah i'm a a little more familiar with the with hockey than the nba games but it's basically yeah you you level up your dude it's just like it's just like an rpg like if you kind of level up a little bit too slow or or don't kind of you you kind of like mess up the stats that you're putting in if you put it all into like one thing instead of like distributing across a couple then the later games are just are just going to be like super hard, just like an RPG that the later bosses will just be super hard. Gotcha. So gotcha. I guess like what people are saying about NBA is that because of this VC stuff, it's just like ruining the balance of the game. And like you're kind of saying, like p- people who are not buying it with uh, with real money are getting stuck. Like later on, where I guess in the game too, like this is a little bit different. In, in the hockey one, you just kind of get experience points, but in NBA, you can actually like lose v or lose, uh, I guess like stats mid game. Oh, or lose like VC mid game if you kind of do terribly. So if, oh. you, if you don't block like enough times, or if you if you like if you give your shooter like a layup or something like that, like if you defend terribly, 
or take bad shots or whatever, you can lose like your score and therefore get less money. So not only are you leveling up much slower, but you're but you're going to be in game. You're going to be like your per VC, sorry, your per game VC is going to be less and less. And that's not and is like 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 hit it, like getting a block or whatever. Is that uh, just based on? your stats or your skill like how much is it of a skill and how much is stats uh it's probably like a mix uh, <laughs> of, of okay. both like it's okay. it's going to be your position your character's position relative to the other character but then your character the other character will have stats that are going up against it like their their two-point okay. shooting and their accuracy and stuff and then versus blocking and, and like how good your character is at it so there's probably okay. like a bunch of different things like your 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 basketball iq is certainly important like you're you just like in your head as the player, okay. like what you need yeah. to know, which is maybe why I'm so terrible at the games. <laughs> um, Cause I like basketball, but I have no idea. Like, I don't really know anything about it in terms yeah, of yeah. The deeper analytics. Um, but okay. So, so it's like, it's like if they have like a shooting stat and you have a blocking stat, those two will like hit each other and figure out a winner, but then they'll be like, like additives or multiplicatives based on positioning and your like button input and stuff like that. Sure. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. So okay. it's not, so it's not all, it's not like completely just like your stat versus one, like one stat versus another. Like there is some sort of skill involved. Like, yeah, I would imagine if, if you have someone who's a vet who has played all the NBAs through and through and you give them a, a, a 90 skill team, and then you give it to like me, like a, a newbie, and give me like a ninety skill team. The the guy who knows is going to womp me like every single time. Okay, well that's that's good, but uh, but yeah. Well, anyways, from from what I'm hearing on this, it's like, because yeah, just the the idea of like a totally like free to play uh sort of business like model in a full price game that that kind of irks me the wrong way. Um. Especially like everything I've heard about this, like I've only heard negative things about about this whole situation, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe that's just because it's been like like this came after Shadow of War happened, and everyone sort of blew up about that. And uh, and I've heard people sort of complain about Grand Theft Auto Five, but I think it's just been around for so long that people have just sort of like like the people who are playing it are not saying anything and the people who are sick of it have just kind of walked away Walk at this away. point. Yeah, the thing yeah. with Grand Theft Auto 5 is they have pumped a lot of free content in that game. Like an yeah. insane amount of, yeah. of free game, uh, free stuff. Um, and so I think I think the Grand Theft Auto 5 thing comes more so from the fact that they promised, or I guess they said that they're working on single player DLC and then the success of... Uh, the success of like the the virtual currency and stuff like that has made them kind of shift their focus to the online portion. Yeah, yeah, which is understandable because you know they're a they're a corporation. They're looking to get money. Right? Yeah, like the, that's, the, that's what yeah, they their do. End, right? Their end goal is to just make as much money as possible. Yeah, of course. To so, not only to fill their own pockets, but also to like you know employ hundreds of people and yeah and all this stuff right like people always kind of think that corporations are evil and stuff like that but how many people work for activision that are are feeding their families because of destiny 2 you know what i mean yeah yeah there's yeah a, there's, there's always a, there's always two sides to the to the argument right sure. like, yeah um but but i guess i guess the thing is like if you really like if you don't agree with the business model if you don't agree with with the free to play 
um, stuff in full price games, just don't buy the game. Like that's basically it. It's like like do, like if if you're really against it, like don't don't even just buy it and then say I'm not going to touch the microtransactions. Just don't buy the game. It's like like c- corporations and businesses only understand like if they release something and and nobody buys it, then they're going to be like, oh well, what what we do with this, right? But yeah. if it, if it's making money, then like you know, and 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 not everybody is like. You know, not everyone's gonna do that, but if you care enough, JC, yeah, just don't buy it. That's it. That's it. I really wish they like would make it public, like how much money they make off of a certain aspect of a game, like how much how much shark card money they get from GTA, how much yeah VC money, because um that'd be interesting. Like I'm interested in knowing what what happens in 2K19, where it's like they're obviously getting a lot of flack for this, mm-hmm. but if the hardcore like basketball fans who are just buying the game every single year anyways and just dropping like $200 on virtual money and they're making more money anyways even though they're just getting a lot of like bad publicity they're just going to be like well it worked <laughs> like what do you want Well that's do? exactly it yeah yeah because probably probably a lot of the people who are complaining probably aren't fans of these games anyways cuz especially like sports games i i get the feeling that a lot of people who play sports games aren't really that like involved in the in the the same video game community that like like i am for example because like i don't know people who play sports games other than like you like i don't know anyone right and the people i know are complaining about this game right so i think it's sort of it's like it's like a a more i don't know the what i'm trying to say like the a more mainstream uh culture who's like picking up sports games every year i don't know am i totally off on that no i I think it's i think you're right like there's definitely people who are like well i don't like first person shooters but also i'll never play a first person shooter but maybe there's people like there are people who like first person shooters but amongst first person shooters you can have like an army one you can have like aliens you can have yeah you know a throwback like historical one maybe i don't know somewhere out there um so there's there's different it's kind of different but people kind of group sports all in the same people who are really not sports fans just sort of and maybe you can you can sort of comment on this because i don't think you're a sports guy you just group sports all in the same so football soccer baseball it's all the same to you yeah it is so i'm a big basketball fan i'm a big hockey Mm -hmm. fan well i'm not sorry i'm not a big hockey fan I, i like hockey I'm a big okay. baseball fan. I'm not really a big soccer fan. So to me, it's everything's different. I would never really pick up FIFA. Um, yeah. but, but I might pick up basketball. But I think you're right. I think the people who are like kind of complaining about this the most are the people who just like ju- who just like are online a lot and just look up news and find news stories on this on Reddit or whatever. And Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. And the person who just likes to play ball and and stuff occasionally they're no probably idea. just going to pick up the game anyways. So, yeah, yeah they, they're they not looking online. Yeah. I will say, though, that like, the premium, I don't know, I, I think they call it the gold edition or whatever um, for NBA 2K18 or 17, 18, is uh, $200 Canadian, which is like ridiculous to see. Every time I see it, Whoa. I just laugh at, and laugh inside a little bit. I'm just like, <laughs> what? What, do, what does it come with? <laughs> just a shit ton of virtual currency. Oh, my God. You get, you get the game. You get virtual currency, and I think you get like some. It's a uh, the way the way basketball did it is there's the normal game which had um, um, Kyrie Irving on it, who's a basketball player, 
And then they had the Legendary Edition, which had Shaquille O'Neal on it, who I'm sure you've at least heard that name before. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, so it's like it's like the hall the Hall of Fame like Legend Edition, and I guess like with the the two hundred dollar edition, you get like some Shaquille O'Neal like in game shit. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. So it comes with uh two hundred and fifty thousand virtual currency. I don't know how much that's worth. Um, forty my team packs to build your perfect thing. Does this game have loot packs as well? Uh, maybe <laughs> like Luke, like 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 card packs. It looks like it, featuring a guaranteed Shack card and one <laughs> random team. You can. Does this game? Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> so so I know one one thing that NBA or sorry that NHL does is you do get like card. Um, you you get cards which are players. Like you know how back in the day, yeah. like it's not really so, so popular now, but you would get like baseball cards and basketball cards and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, of course. Yeah. So they kind of took that and made a game around it where you're trying to like basically build the perfect deck. Okay. And I think that's what NHL started doing, and I think other games have kind of packed on. So it might be that. It might be like that's, that's like I, I I think that's a cool idea, just because I'm I'm a fan of like like honestly I think opening like card card packs and like loot boxes like I honestly think that's fun. Um, so, but two hundred thousand VC is sixty seven dollars. Okay, so two hundred and fifty would be like. What like ninety dollars? Uh, yeah, like thirty five thousand VC is like thirteen dollars, so eighty, yeah, ninety dollars. Okay, and then you get forty packs. I assume are card packs, and you and they're del- by the way, they're delivered one a week, so oh. you don't even get them at once. You have to be playing every week for forty weeks, oh, which is almost a year. That's like until the next game comes out. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, and then and then you get some more stuff. It looks like you get some like cosmetics and stuff, um, like I don't know twenty cosmetics, and then you get a uh, poster, uh, like a real one. Whoa, you get, really? yeah, you get a poster, oh. uh, which is worth like you know twenty cents. Uh, all ten panini <laughs> cards. I don't know what a panini card is, and I'm imagining what a panini card like is. The sandwich. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> So you get some sandwiches uh, in your in your <laughs> deluxe box, and then you get the Shack My Team stickers. So you know you're a Shack fan, and then you get a lenticular. What is that? Define lenticular. <laughs> Shaped like a lentil. <laughs> so you get a lentil in your digital. Uh, no, that's a physical lentil. Thank you. Two hundred bucks. Pick it up now. EV games <laughs> brought to you yeah. by EV games. <laughs> wow, that's you know, funny. You know, though, for the like, but for the people who uh, who just buy NBA games every year, that's probably what they buy. Like, they probably just buy the dope edition because they're just like, whatever. I just I want to buy the VC anyways. Yeah, and I guess it's like if that's your game that you're playing for the year, right? It's like you're a huge basketball <laughs> fan. You're gonna play this game for. Yeah. The whole year until the next one comes out. Yeah, I that's that's probably the people like yeah. Even even if everyone on the internet goes up in arms over this VC thing, like I'm pretty sure they're still going to be making bank. I wonder if they know because... a way to determine the people who buy all three versions of the game how much VC they buy on average. Oh, probably. There's got to be a way in the game to know like this is a this was a legendary version of the game or whatever. Oh, there probably is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? they've probably got metrics like like crazy metrics, and I I honestly doubt that they would ever make that public because no. like like you know 
because the people who are who are mad at them already can just will just use that against them. And yeah, it's like as I don't I don't think they do it. But so it, one one thing just just to kind of finalize and wrap up um, my transactions. One thing I want to see that the I don't know if you played the Magic Carp jumping game. I um, played it for a bit and then I got bored. One thing that it did that was kind of interesting was that if you bought the money like the the gems or whatever in game, or sorry, like with real money or whatever, uh, I think if you bought it like five times, event like you would get a drill that would give you a hundred of those premium currencies every day, or maybe oh. or maybe every week. So eventually, it was it got to the point where it's like, okay, you spent enough money on this game, you could still spend money on it, but we're going to give you the premium currency anyways per day. That's and, interesting, and that's one that was that's like the biggest irk for me for for microtransactions is that there's just no stopping to it. Like there's, it's yeah. just someone could go out there and spend two thousand dollars and not get mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah. And so well, that, that's exactly it. That's one thing that I kind of want to see in microtransactions, where it's like, okay, you bought you know a hundred Overwatch uh, loot boxes. We're going to give you one loot box a week as a thank you. Yeah, for the rest of your career in Overwatch. Yeah, um, and you can still buy it, but it's kind of like a final. It's kind of a thank you because because I'm sure internally, and Brett would be able to kind of maybe confirm or deny this, but I would imagine that basically any free to play model where they have these microtransactions, they say, okay, we need if we have a hundred thousand downloads, we need to make an average of you know x amount, like three dollars per person. Yeah, to cover costs. If we get fifty thousand dollars, we need to make we need to make six dollars per person. If we, mm-hmm. you know, so it gets to the point where it's like, okay, if we have a hundred thousand dollars and we get three dollars per person, let's say if we get if someone spends seven dollars, we'll just give them continuous shit for being a nice for being a good customer. That's like oh, one, that's interesting. That's one thing that I want to see in a game in in a, yeah. in a game that has microtransactions whether it's a free to play model or whether it's it's like a uh and something like NBA where it's like we could see that you spent legit like 250 bucks on virtual currency. We're going to give you 10,000 virtual currencies every week. So you can still go buy some, but mm. now you get like a little bit. So in your head it's like, okay, I probably spent like my money. I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. ever going to happen. Someone's well, going to Oh, go ahead. Someone's going to have to, someone's going to try it, I'm sure, because like everyone has to always try to evolve like how they make money off things. I, I feel like well, it's, yeah, yeah. Magikarp sort of started it, um, but I gotta imagine like it's going to happen like a sports game eventually. Maybe even like next year with NBA, take it to the bank. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, maybe if if people keep uh, yeah, if people keep complaining and they actually see some like like effects on the their numbers um from the complaints yeah maybe they'll do that to sort of you know try to ease like keep the microtransactions in but ease up on them and say like no look we're being we're being nice you give us some money and we'll give you stuff like for free yeah exactly but uh yeah i think in general though the magic harp game was pretty like like nice when it came to microtransactions because for me like Basically, I I wanted to see how much I could play it before I hit the paywall, and I got bored before I hit the paywall, and that's pretty impressive for a game like that for me personally. Yeah, actually, because <laughs> you, yeah, no, sorry, go. No, I was just gonna say, usually any sort of like like grindy grindy game like that, um, I always hit the paywall like like so quickly, um, 
and that one it was like i was i just kept playing just trying to get it and it never happened so i'm like okay this game looks nice with its uh free to play model which is good i actually got uh, i actually did drop maybe like 15 bucks in that game or maybe actually i think i'm like 10 bucks or so not a lot yeah uh, yeah, because I actually like maybe for like a month I was really into that game, um, nice. for no reason. Like it's such a stupid game, but well, yeah, but it's cute. It's a cute. I mean, of all of the like the the non games where you know you just keep progressing and like you don't really do anything, it's definitely one of the cuter and uh, more polished ones. I think. For sure. Um, yeah. cool. That's charlingnews dot com podcast. Awesome. Uh, if you want to follow Jake and all his adventures, you can do so at Jake Budno on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I'm on YouTube as well. Um, should be putting out a new video this Thursday, new uh, game audio discussion. So ooh. you can go check that out. Yeah. Don't know what it is yet, but I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> More reasons why Thumper is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, if you just Google trying to game devs, you can follow everything that comes up. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, uh, everywhere, basically. I just try everything. Um, and, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash devs to uh, help fund the site if you like. Uh, otherwise, share with your friends. Review us on iTunes. I think we're on Google Play Store, I think, as well, though I never really look into that stuff. Um, and Brett Meeser will hopefully be back next week. I don't know. It might just be the Jake <laughs> and Steve show going forward. We'll see. Hey. Uh, and, well, oh, what? Uh, uh, no, I just said cool. Okay. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Bye. <laughs>